The coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. It's chilly out there. It's real chilly. I, I, I wore a jacket today. Packing sundresses and buying sweatshirts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are in the booth. This is from the booth. I'm sitting next to the beautiful Doug, my co-host, and I am Rory. Cheers. Hey, Rory. Tink. Oh, my gosh. You're... Ah, hold up. There we go. There, All right. All right, let's go. one more time. One more time. Cheers. Perfect. <laughs> it works. Perfect. It works. We are back. We've got a doozy for you this week. Uh, we're just coming off the Mudge episode, so you got down and dirty uh, with a little one-on-one with Josh Mudge. And now, this week, we are going to be talking all sorts of great things about Daphne Ekman, which I believe is our first Generation Z interview. It is. And, I mean, we spoke very highly of her. We've mentioned her several times on the podcast. We've played a number of her songs. Uh, but she hosted this week and came in for the interview. And brought the house down. Brought the house down. Yeah, which uh, which is what you're going to hear tonight. Yep. Yeah. So welcome back, folks. It's... Well, wait a minute. We forgot something. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you? D- I asked first. I'm drinking a bullet. Three fingers. Three fingers. Yeah, you made a, it for me, so three. yeah. I am drinking the uh, the new Dew Crush uh, or Crush. I don't. It's got to get a better name, but basically, I just squeeze a half orange into the top of an Island Dew, and life is good. Yep. A little yeah. light on the ice here, but that's fine. Everyone knows. People that know me know I like a lot of ice. A lot of ice dug. That's what they call him. That's what they call him. The ice man. What are we doing here? What, what we? are we doing here? We are featuring music from the Chesapeake, uh, local original music from the shores of both the eastern and the western shore. We are right across the bay from Annapolis. It's a home of a lot of Annapolis musicians. Yeah. This is like their home base over here. And, yeah. and we are extremely happy for that. Yes, uh, and whatever we can do to continue that, we are going to because we absolutely love this music. So, yeah, every Tuesday night we've got the open mic. People come from all over. They play their songs. We record everything. We pick out two. We play two of those songs. We have an interview, and then we talk about other things going on with the brewery and uh, events and etc. Yeah, so let's talk about Tuesday night. Let's break it down. Let's dissect it. Who was here? How we had uh, Mark Marco. He was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany Lynn kicked things off. Yeah, she she kicked the whole thing off. Um, Poppy Blue Eyes wasn't on the list, um, but he came in and we we got him in there. Yeah, heck yeah, great to see you back out here. Steve Sherman, as usual, he brought the house down as well. The Shermanator. And we've got one coming up. He's we've got one recording from him too. We're going to be right. featuring this week. Mm, buckle up, y'all. Nate Finn. If you don't know this name, Nate Finn, you will know him. He's an extremely talented kid. Um, Garrett Park Guitars is how we met him when they uh, came in and did uh, their student showcase. And he's been coming back and wowing us ever since. Young kid, I think he's only 15. Watch out, y'all. Watch out. And Daphne actually said that she played on a show with him when he was 11. And she was impressed. He's already got four years under his belt. Yeah, no, he's you know he's got some time. Yeah. All right. Well, of course, uh, wouldn't be a party without Gage Rhodes. Gage Rhodes was here. Yep. And Steve Dunn got up there and did some uh, harmonizing and and vocalizing. Yep. He got up there with Gage and Daphne. Um, he's actually on the track, a double track from Daphne. Um, he's he's on that. So yeah. 
Yeah, and you get goosebumps the second you hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, which we're gonna which we're gonna end the night with because that's Daphne Ekman and uh, she was our host and she rounded out the night. So um, we got a lot of fun stuff for you guys tonight. Music from Steve, music from Daphne, some interviewing. Yeah, this one from Steve Sherman um, is a song he sings with Magic Wax. I don't. I wouldn't lie to you and say I'm 100% sure of the name of the song. It may be a pirate's life is for me or some variation on living as a pirate. But anyway, here it is. Steve Sherman. Here you are. So this next song is a very special one to my heart. I'd like to tell a very brief story beforehand. Uh, as I was saying, I recently became an uncle to just the best baby in the world. He's so nice. And I don't know how many of y'all ever met a baby before, but they do some pretty weird shit sometimes. And um, my nephew likes to take a spoon and just chew on it, specifically if there's nothing on the spoon. And so I wrote a song for him recently called Nom Nom Spoon. And I would like to play it for you guys because I think it's just really fun.
Steve Sherman, ladies and gentlemen, ladies of and Magic gentlemen. Wax. He, and he, he was wearing an eye patch for that song, by the way. The man is impeccably dressed. Twice he's come up here with brand new shirts on, and they are looking fresh. He uh, he also does comedy extremely well. Um, not, you know, not not really a novice at all on that front. I was talking to him in the back, and I was like, "You're writing material right now, aren't you?" But he was just talking to me. But everything he was saying, I was visualizing him being on stage with a routine. He's like, "No, this is just my normal shtick." Well, hopefully we'll get him back up on stage for that as well with either, um, I guess, not our July event, but our August event. Hopefully we'll have him back up. Yeah, no, he, he, is, a, he is a talented comic, for sure, as, yeah. as well as a talented musician. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> speaking of comedy, we've got some upcoming events, including a comedy show uh, later on at the end of July. You guys are going to be getting this um, at the end of June right now, but about a month away, we still got a few tables left for the comedy show. And uh, <clears throat> that is going to be some big-time comics coming from out of city, out of state, coming into headline for us, and we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, other events going on. I just was looking at the calendar, perusing it earlier today, and uh, somebody asked me about the barbecue yes. contest. So that's July 31st. Yes, yeah, just check in the 30th. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, um, that's, that's one of these events that we had scheduled pre-COVID, and then the world blew up, and then we had to cancel it, and then it was like, I mentioned it to you. I was like, look, we got to get that barbecue back on. And it was like overnight, it was on. Yeah, well, we were ready. We yeah, were it was, ready to it pull was the back trigger. on. So we're still a couple weeks out from the final submissions for all the teams, but we have uh, almost a dozen teams lined up. And then we'll be opening the doors that day for a couple hundred folks to come in and try all the different pulled pork as well as whatever else the chefs would like to share while they enjoy our beer uh, out in the lot. Um, and then uh, the night before, we've got Justin Singleton playing on Friday the 30th. First time full band playing with Crosby Kofod. Um, it's going to be an incredible show. Tickets are selling fast. Yes, they are. Yeah, so jump on that. And uh, and then the 31st, we have Company B, which is a Bad Company tribute band. And that is almost entirely sold out. Almost sold out. So if you want to get on that Bad Company show, you got to go ahead and get your tickets purchased now. Yeah. So tons of stuff going on that weekend, and it's going to be a great time. July is going to be jam-packed for ticketed events, so check out culttickets.com for your full source of all ticketed stuff. Otherwise, it's free, doors open, general admission. Come in and have a blast. And everybody knows every Tuesday, the reason we're here, open mic. Every Wednesday, Wingo. Yeah, you're darn right. Every Thursday, Farmer's Market. That's what we do. So how about this weekend? What do we got happening this weekend? Well, this weekend we've got Anthony Phrygia kicking things off for our free show Friday. Um, he is a somewhat local native who's been all around the country playing music, and he's back from a uh, tour that, uh, as things opened up at the beginning of the year, he booked um, up and down the East Coast and over to uh, some spots out West. So we're excited to have him back. <clears throat> he's also a Salisbury grad, so we're hoping we're going to sneak him oh, on nice, to the Flocktoberfest nice. event in September. Yeah, speak on that for a second. The yeah, Flocktoberfest. Flocktoberfest. There's no official announcement yet. We're, we're knocking out the final details this week, um, but we're going to be doing an Oktoberfest here at Colt Classic in September, and there's a ton of Salisbury blood, <coughs> excuse me, a bunch of seagulls on site that work here, hang here, etc. So you guys got to come out um, and support the 
the event, we're going to have incredible beer, lots of German food. We're going to have a Dunkelweizen booth, or Dunkel booth, and um, Salisbury grads are going to be performing. So much talent came out of uh, Salisbury. I mean, Jordan Sokol and the Pressing Strings crew, uh, those guys, Jason Morton and the Chesapeake Suns, um, Poppy Blue Eyes, who we talked about earlier, Anthony Phrygia. There's just so many bands we've already worked with and so many more that uh, are going to be a part of that event as well in some way, shape, or form. I did not know that Jordan went to Salisbury. Yeah, man, I he's mean, a I, seagull too. And I lived down there for a number of years off and on. I spent considerable time down there. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Um, Saturday. Saturday, so we're going to be featuring, it's going to be an open mic, mic spotlight Saturday. So we've got some, some select artists yeah. from open mic that are going to be playing. Yep. Um, it's going to be a free show. Yeah, Kurt and Darby are going to be kicking things off. Yeah, I think we've got Poppy Blue Eyes on for it. Yes, sir. And we may have, I think we have a ringer who was uh, snuck back into town last night. And mm. We may be throwing a ringer on the bill, so stay tuned yeah. for uh, announcements about Saturday night. Yeah, let's confirm that before yeah. we actually put it. Yeah, but that's all going to be free all weekend. So be here for all the free music. Check it out. Um, enjoy the new Hefeweizen, uh, among some other new beers that Sp- we're doing around yeah, here. Yeah, speaking of beer, the brewery has been busy, very busy. Packaging um, machines. Yeah, last week um, we made our professional baseball debut um, down at the Blue Crab, Southern Maryland Blue Crabs. We did a 16-ounce. We did a tall boy for them. Yeah, first time. Worked yeah, out almost and it, flawlessly. It, it, it was flawless. I mean, the changeover on the machine was was smooth. We had the machine running up to 28, 28 a minute. 28 a minute at 16 ounce, not 20, uh, 12 yeah. ounce. So, you know, impressive stuff. And then we just actually, before we walked up here back into the booth, we just came off the canning line again um, for another, cu- for a full custom beer that we did for, uh, the Perry, for Perry Cabin yep. down in St. Michael's. Commander's Catch Ale. It's great stuff. Uh, the chef, the whole crew from the kitchen came down and brewed with uh, Brooks uh, about a month and a half ago, and everything was all done and, and carved and ready to package today. So we did some kegging, thanks to Cap and crew. And then um, a couple of members of the kitchen came out. So we had um, we had Skyler come out, and we had Carrie come out, and, and Jay. Carrie and Jay are both from Jamaica. Wicked cool, uh, part of like a program they're with. So they get to come up here and work through the end of October. So we packaged with those guys. And the Commander's Catch Ale is basically, um, it kind of started out as a concept of a Kolsch, but it's an ale. And then it was brewed with pink peppercorns and honey that was... Um, collected on site at the inn at Perry's Cabin. So it's a little salty, a little sweet, um, really crushable, super delicious, great color, great flavor. Yeah, that honey sits on your tongue for just the right amount of time. Yeah, yeah, it's not sickly sweet. And um, they're going to be doing six packs of that as well as uh, have it on draft at uh, at all their locations down in St. Michael's, and they should be announcing that right around the time we're pushing this thing live as well. So uh, enjoy and get down there and check it out. Yeah, so now we're pulling the last of our hair out, you know, in every aspect of everything that's going on in this building. Yes. Yeah, we are pushing it to the max. Yeah, no, it's to the max. Do, 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 you don't want to know how many hours. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Roy. So anyway, yeah, let's get back into it, you guys. We have, um, of, of all that incredible music, we've already heard Steve tonight. We talked about how Daphne hosted. Now we're going to um, bring you back to before she took the stage and sat in the booth with us, and we had a wonderful interview and talked about her songwriting, her process, her background, where she's going, uh, and learned a ton about her. She's just such a cool person to be around and talk to and hang out with. Yeah, here we go. Daphne Ekman from the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, Daphne Ekman in the booth. Hey, guys. 
guys. It's me. Welcome, Daphne. Hi. What are you drinking, Daphne? I'm drinking a uh, Deer Park that I found in the back of my car that has been in my car for probably a week now. That's perfect, because you are under 21. I definitely am. Well, I guess we'll just be cheersing amongst ourselves then. Rory, what do you got? Cheers. Yeah, hey, why not? <laughs> what, are you, what are you drinking, Rory? I'm drinking an Equals beer. How about you? And myself as well. Oh, well, there we go. And now that we've rounded out the, uh, the introductions, um, we're going to get to know you a little bit better. Daphne, we'd like to introduce you to our 12 to 13 listeners and hey uh, kind of tell them about what you've been up to and, and what you got planned next. So, um, first question right out of the gate. Um, what were your, what was your um, inspiration to pick up the, uh, the guitar? So, I had been playing piano since second grade. And um, the piano's pretty, like, it's kind of hard to lug around places. And when I was trying to write songs, I'd been writing since I was probably 13. Um, and I was like, well, I don't have a piano avail to me, available to me at all times. So I was like, hmm, I should probably pick up ukulele. My sister actually um, started ukulele, and then I kind of stole her ukulele, and she is still angry at me for that. She says I take everything from her. So. <laughs> Does and she play at all? She used to, and then I started playing, and then she got angry at me, so she stopped, because <laughs> that's how she works. <laughs> Not to just my sister or anything. Anyway, <laughs> um, I stopped playing ukulele because... I st all of the ukulele girl memes made me sad. So I was like, I need to pick up guitar because I think that's a better sound anyway. And I don't like being made fun of. So you were driven by memes yes. and portability. Exactly. Nice. And it yes. helped. Nice. It worked. <laughs> I mean, even, even just going from the uh, initial acoustic offerings, which your songwriting holds its own uh, way above and beyond, uh, to, to listening to you mix that with your electric guitar that you've been playing recently <laughs> is... It's a really cool juxtaposition between your voice and that guitar and what they do together. Thanks. I actually just picked up the electric. I got my first electric last year when I graduated from my uncle, Robin Ekman. He plays drums around um, yeah. in a bunch of different bands. And he got me a nice PRS uh, Starla, and it's this beautiful, like, turquoise color. Oh, yeah. It is gorgeous. It is so fun to play. It's, it's a lot different than acoustic, so I had to kind of get used to how, I guess, much easier it was to do like licks and stuff i still i'm i've never taken like a formal guitar lesson so i've just kind of fiddled around with it and figured stuff out um so at some point i'm hoping to you know do that but it's so fun electric is so fun that's so fun. that's incredible well, yeah you, well you did steal my next um question i was gonna have um Oops. other people in your family that play and we know that robin is your uncle and, mm -hmm. and plays with uh, third grade friends yep um, on the Joe Martin, yeah, plays with him. So, Shout yeah. out to Joe Martin. Yeah, my guy. So, anybody else? Anybody else in the family? Yeah, my uh, grandpa Mickey Ekman. Uh, he plays drums in a bunch of different bands. He mostly plays with like Dan Haas um, in the Dan Haas band, and he plays with Divide and Conga. Yeah. Yeah. Divide. Yeah. Wow. He's, it's a reggae band. I yeah. Think. Oh no, no, yeah. I know them well. Yeah. yeah. So is it too late to get your sister back into this whole thing? Or? I think she has a wonderful voice, but she d does not seem to want to. I will try to. I will bring her out at some point. Yeah, and you got to like, harmonize at some thing. point up on stage. So. That blood harmony, man. Yeah, blood harmony. Blood oh my harmony. God, that sounds it's awesome. Record or <laughs> Dude, sounds a lot more metal than it is. Blood harmony. <laughs> oh my God, I just watched a bunch of Blade movies too. That sounds right up my alley. Uh, yeah, I can't watch horror. <laughs> Uh, Blade's not horror. Blade is. That is so funny. Blade is like. I have no idea. <laughs> bad, 
late 90s, early 2000s graphic action vampire. Oh, that sounds a lot more interesting. Yeah, Damn. it's really fun. You're not familiar with that? The Blade series? Wesley Snipes? I, I've heard of it. I, no. Well, we know you're under 21, so it's okay. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's yeah. not I mean, required it's viewing. I'm Gen Z, guys. Sorry to break Gen it. Gen Z? Yeah. You're yeah. our first Gen Z interview. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. So cool. you've been so you've been spending you know a fair amount of time here on Tuesday nights, I have um, been. gracing the stage. Yes. So what else do you have going on? We know you, you've done recently. You've done some Kensington studio sessions. Yeah. Tell us about that. So uh, a couple weeks ago, actually it was probably in May, I got together with uh, Graham Furness on um, bass. Um, I actually just met him like literally a couple months ago, and then we started playing. And he's just so talented, and he just knows exactly where my song should go. Um, and I went in with him, I went in with Rob Ekman, my uncle, um, and then I went in with Crosby Kofod on electric and, uh, f- fiddle, yes, yeah. fiddle, um, and we went into the studio and we recorded some of the songs that I had written recently. I had, like, a really, really good period of writing that was probably around, like, November 2020 through March 2021, and I was just churning out content, like, I was so proud of myself. It was just bam, bam, bam. And I'm now I'm in a little bit of a drought right now. But um, we decided to take some of those songs um, that we've been working on and bring them into the studio at Kensington. So the first one, uh, Story, is actually coming out next Wednesday, July nice. 7th. I think July 7th is the date. It sounds right. July yeah. 7th, Wednesday. Yeah, but um, that's going to come out. Very excited. Roy's got his book out. So he's, ri- he's writing it down now. Justin, just in a uh, kind of trying to understand the concept better, you said that you were writing strong for about four months through March of 2021. Did you notice anything changing? Like, I know the world was just reopening in general, which probably yeah. affected a lot of people's day-to-day, but was there anything else you noticed that kind of slowed it up? Was there less fresh of a heartbreak? Or I think so... I think I might have just gotten... I don't really know how to kind of track where my head's at I've noticed that it's it comes in ebbs and flows so I'll be able to write a lot of content in a short period of time and then it'll be a long time where I just I I'm continuing to write but I just can't come up with anything I'll be writing like the same song kind of thing um and I won't just it's very hard I'll have like a very weird song that I can't really continue after one verse because I'm just like it's all over the place or I'll have you know six of essentially the same song that I've already written and so it kind of sneaks up on you and it kind of sucks, but I don't know. It's, I don't really know what to pin to that. What kind of, um, what kind of schedule do you sort of hold yourself to or, or what is your commitment to yourself in terms of the songwriting? So I used to work uh, at a place called Ceremony Coffee. I just quit. My last day was... Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Cheers. Congratulations. Yes. I'm very yeah. excited. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so that, I've been working a lot of hours there. Um, and I tried to kind of cut down my hours just so I could focus on writing and music. Because um, I think specifically this open mic has helped me a lot to um, kind of explore my musicianship and my songwriting and um, just flush out my songs on stage slowly um, by figuring it out figuring them out and performing. So I wanted to take more time to kind of uh, explore that. So I cut down my hours, but then they went back up and I was like, all right, I'm done with this. But I kind of just, uh, whenever I can, whenever I have downtime, I'll have my laptop up 
and I'll have my guitar and I'll just write in the notes app like little bits of lyrics or um, little melodical things and I'll show them. Now I have people to show them to. Like I show them to Graham, um, show them to like Gage Rhodes, um, and sometimes Sam too. But well, you've got got some heavy hitters yeah. on that list. I got yeah. a lot of help. It's very it's really nice. But um, yeah, and you just kind of know when a song is going to work out versus when it's like, yeah, this was something that I wrote, but it's it's not going to really turn into anything. But you just have to write, 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 write. Because if you don't write, then nothing, you're not going to, you know, have anything. So. How about inspiration? What are these songs? Any kind of relationship inspiration on these songs? <laughs> so, I don't, hmm. I mean, we don't, you know, we don't have to talk about any of the inspiration. It's completely up Jerry, to you. Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> There's, okay, so I have been inspired in the past by my ex, <laughs> and my ex, we figured out very, very hilariously, uh, is Doug's nephew, and I was, can I curse on this podcast? Yes. Yeah, okay, I was shit-talking, yeah. <laughs> okay, I was shit-talking uh, my ex on stage before a song about him, Dangerous, is written about him. Um, and I was talking to Doug after the fact, and for s- some, I guess I said, no, you asked. I asked if you knew Abby and Molly, who were my nieces, who were. Yeah. Zach's the youngest. He's my middle brother's son. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's my ex. <laughs> and you, you dipped your head and walked away. Oh, it was, it was actually, I don't know how I didn't connect the dots because your last name is literally Glime. But, you know, so he was the inspiration for a lot of my songs. He kind of did me dirty, not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> but um, well, you're, you're, you're better off without him, and we're all better off because we got some good songs. I'm sorry it, for know, the heartache it caused in between. but I am healed, and I'm thriving. So yeah. Shout out, Zach. Thank you. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Thanks, out homie. The, out of the pain comes some goodness. And uh, Zach, yeah. if, you're, you know, if you're down in St. Mary's and you're listening... <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> you can have yeah. a, you can come up and have a rebuttal, and we'll probably <laughs> edit the crap out of it. Yeah, sorry to Dave Trophy, <laughs> homie. I haven't talked to him in like a year and a half. But um. Well, I haven't talked to my brother in two years, so. <laughs> Found it. <laughs> 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 there we go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, all right, Daphne. One more question for you on the songwriting front. You said that you pull up the notes app and you do the little melodies, etc. Do you do you typically have words and music formed simultaneously, or does it sometimes start as music and then you go back and find that right rhythm and melody? So it's usually I've people have asked me this a lot, and I never really know because the songs that I play out and I record are songs that I essentially black out while writing. So I'll, I'll have the song, and people will be like, oh, like, how did you write this? And I was like, I don't know. I do not remember writing this. So um, usually for all of the stuff that, you know, doesn't come to fruition, uh, it's I'll have, like, a cool guitar lick or chord progression, and I'll kind of just, like, play around on top of it uh, with melodies and stuff, and then... Or I'll like take a word like I have a song petrichor that's on piano that I never play out because it's piano, but uh, I just thought it was a fun word. It means like the smell of the grass and the dirt after it rains. It's oh, just kind cool. of like what it petrichor. Yeah. Oh, I like that. And um, so I take like a really weird word and then I'm like, I'll write a song like surrounding that. 
Um, but I don't know. It, it They just happen. They just occur, and I cannot explain it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's totally normal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we've said it in the past that um, your writing and the themes of your songs sound extremely mature, you know, for your age. I mean, for most people's age. Yeah, for anybody's age. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, conceptually, um, one of my favorite songwriters is B.B. Bridgers. Um, I just adore the way that she, she kind of attacks songwriting in a way that's she takes these heartbreaking events and kind of puts them into uh, layman's terms, I guess, but in this the most beautiful way. Um, and I kind of want, she's inspired me to kind of approach taking like large subjects um, that I've experienced or uh, people in my life have experienced um, and, and humanize, I don't want to say humanize, uh, I don't know, describe them in a way that's like. Mm. Just makes it more approachable for yes. people to understand. Yes. Yeah. That is the word. I got you. I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I can see. I know what you mean. Like a really yeah. specific, unique event, but finds a way to yeah, make a lot of people under- relate. Yeah, it's super specific. So she'll she'll talk about like one of her lyrics is like, um, I asked you, how is your sister? I heard she got her degree. I said, that makes me feel old. She said, what does that make? Or he said, what does that make me? The, that just specific like quotations and stuff is just I'm very into yeah. into that. It was I a think. real experience that yeah you could put yourself in. Yeah, exactly. I'm not very eloquent, but I can't. I well, <laughs> I mean, you are. You certainly are in your songwriting by all means. You're. Yeah, I think you're just nervous right now because you know Doug's got the rubber chicken. That yeah, thing might right. go off at any time. His name's Buster. 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 I'm it, so it is, sorry. I swear I'm gonna learn his name. I swear I'm gonna learn his name. Buster. His name is Buster. You wrote it in Sharpie. Yeah, I did. Oh my god, I'm kind of honored. Yep. <laughs> it's super Daphne official actually now. named the chicken. So. I did name the well, chicken. That's why Buster I care the chicken. so much. Give it a squeeze. Can I? Right into that <laughs> mic. That wasn't a good one. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. There it is. Perfect. There we go. Buster. The Buster, ladies and gentlemen. Second time's the charm. All it's, right, it's, so, so... Oh, sorry. No, it's actually... Um, the video just came out. The Bump and Uglies video just came out. Oh, no snap. And this chicken is actually in that video. We gotta She's share it. We gotta Buster, share it. Buster is in the Bump and Ugly video because they filmed it here and they left Buster behind. Yeah, and now it's, it's a little parting gift for us. Yeah, now it's ours because they ain't getting it oh, back. Oh, that's where it came from. He's a member so, of the family. Yeah, so check out the Bump, Bump the new Bump and Uglies video and yeah. you'll see Buster. Part of in their never-ending drop because they're putting out new singles. If it's not weekly, it's monthly at this point. And they just announced their entire fall tour, which is huge. And they're touring all over the country yeah. with uh, the Tropodelics and. Um, Joey Harkum, full band. Uh, you know who they're not touring with? Buster. Buster. <laughs> yeah. Buster's staying here. This is Buster's home now. Cult classic. So, Daphne, switching gears, talking about moving forward, next steps. You were just at Kensington. You're doing some writing with Graham. Um, you're bouncing stuff off some other incredible writers, Gage and Sam and some other folks locally. What um, What is kind of the next thing, next few things you want to do musically that we should be looking out for, and how can we support those? So I have very roughly, I've been recording demos for an EP in the future. Uh, it should be coming out in the next year or so. Hopefully it'll come out by 2022. <laughs> so it's, it's, I have the songs and I have all the demos and I have the people that I want them to. I just have to schedule it, you know, 
I have to do the the scheduling for the recording dates. I'm, I'm not telling you what to do, but you have way more material than an EP. I mean, you've got a full length. You've got you could put out twelve songs tomorrow if you could get everybody in the studio and actually yeah. get it all done. But I would love that. I, I could, yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should go for the album. Yeah, maybe twelve. I could. Maybe eight. I mean, even if eight. you get them in the can, you don't have to release them all at yeah. once. If nothing else, you got you know. Yeah, I'm thinking of. So I have a song called Cannibal, um, and I actually released that. As a part of, so uh, Kensington Studios partnered with Reynolds Tavern and AMFM for uh, for a fundraiser for AMFM uh, back in May, um, and they brought in a bunch of artists like me, um, Charles Kabusi, Alex Peters, Jordan Sokol, um, one more, Eddie Mountain Lindsay, other one. But it was an AMFM yeah, fundraiser. Yeah, it was an AMFM awesome. fundraiser. <laughs> and I went in and I recorded uh, Cannibal and I recorded a song called Cannibal and I recorded Ghost, um, which is another song that I wrote. Um, and I actually released those to YouTube and I paid lots of Facebook lots of money and Instagram lots of money to promote those. And it turns out all you have to do is give Zuckerberg money and he'll be like, okay, peep, I'll show this to people. Because nice. beforehand nobody was seeing them. <laughs> Um, but Cannibal, I do want to release as a single um, soon. I have a demo, and currently it's being mas- mixed and mastered, so um, that will be coming out very soon. Excellent. Um, yeah. well, we'll have to add that to the list of the cult locals on our website's playlist yeah. right now, and we'll get it up on our uh, Annapolis Can Island, our internet radio playlist. station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool. Um, so you got so Furnace is playing bass with you as well. Yeah. And then you're thinking Uncle Rob's gonna be behind drums. Yeah. Um, and then is in terms of the guitar, is that already kind of slotted or um is that gonna yeah, be Yeah, so I, I think I'll probably play guitar. I, I definitely want Crosby to be involved. He's so talented. I'm so lucky yeah. to have met him. I met him yeah. through Gage actually. Um, he was doing a Garrett Park live stream and I was part of it and Crosby was a part of it and that was back in April. And he's just so incredibly talented, so skilled at his instrument, and I'm so lucky he reached out and was like, I want to be a part of, you know, what what you're doing, what you're writing. And so I'm so incredibly lucky to be working with the musicians and artists that I'm working with because they just make my songs just ten times. Crosby is amazing. He's He's insane. we were at um, 49 West one night, and Sam Pugh was playing one of the showcases, and Crosby was there with someone else. And they were out back, and Sam starts playing and just hanging out back on the yeah. on the patio. And, um, and then Crosby gets his fiddle out and starts, and then Sam was like, oh, you're coming up on stage with me tonight. And it was yeah. like, it was locked. Like, within a matter of seconds, it was locked. That's how good Crosby is. So. He's oh, yeah. effortless. Yeah. It's, it's just insane. Like, I would, I sent him my demos, and... I think, I don't think we rehearsed. I think I just sent him the demos, and then we had one rehearsal before Kensington, and like the first time that we played, I think we, we recorded four songs. The first time we played each of those songs, it was perfect. Yeah. He's he just has such an ear, and oh my gosh, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for the Kensington uh, stuff to come out because it's. it's As are we. Good. Yeah, Justin Singleton. Justin Singleton and him clicked almost immediately. They met here yeah, at the open mic, and they're, they're music playing too. All, the, all the time, all over the place now yeah. too. So they'll be playing the first uh, full band show right here on the thirtieth, Friday the thirtieth as well. Thirtieth, yeah. So that's really exciting, and I, I thought it was cool the way you um, 
you recognize all the talent around you, uh, you know, and uh, you should also know that every time you get off stage, every musician in this room is like, I want to work with her. I mean, we've had, like, groups of guys just come up and go, I, I want to arrange songs. I want to play bass on that track. Like, I think oh we could God. add this, that, and the other. I mean, your, your songwriting really is out of this world. It's it's exceptional uh, for where we're at, and we have exceptional songwriters where we're at. So we're, we're so stoked to have you doing what you do here, and thank you for... For, Thank you for sharing me. your time with us as well. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And anyone that knows me knows that I don't use that term lightly. He's scrupulous. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. There's nothing left in that glass. Sorry, I'm switching <laughs> to plastic. There you go. My yeah, no, I don't. Thank I don't you. use that term lightly, and I don't give high praise often. Thank and that's not so a bad much. thing, but that means that means a whole lot. Like this. I have so much gratitude towards Cold Classic just because during the pandemic, I was graduating high school on Zoom, and I, I knew I was going to go to Towson, uh, and then I went to the online orientation, and I was like, I'm not going to Towson. There's no way I'm going to Towson. This is going to suck. Um, and so I was just kind of like, I'm going to try to pursue music um, for a year, see how it goes during a pandemic so there's not not much going on and I think I I my first open mic here was in August and it was just like a big crowd and and a great sound and and I started going more often I came again in like November and continued to come and and it was just it was such a great environment and I met so many awesome people and all of the people that I work with now are from this so I have a lot of gratitude for this place because I don't but know where I would be without it right now, well. for sure. Well, we'll be here, yeah, uh, we'll and be. we're excited to have you uh, back uh, as often as humanly possible. I am excited. I'm always excited to play here. <laughs> um, so you're not. So you're not going to Towson. What are? Um, do you have fall plans? Are you diving into writing? You. Um, yeah. So I think this year, uh, especially now, in the past month, there's just been a weird upcropping of opportunities that have happened like I have a lot of gigs in July um and I I bought a PA system Whoa. so yeah nice. I'm very excited Doug will be the judge tell of about, that tell us about that <laughs> oh it's a Bose PA. it's a Bose F1 um it is heavy but so I need help putting it on the stand so, so the F1 is sure. the small line array right the single stack line array yeah I think um, Steve Dunn has one of those. Has yeah. a single stack line around. Yeah, they're Bose people. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a. Steve it's a, and, and Gage told me to get a Bose. Yeah, no, it's, it's a. It's a pricey item, but it's yeah. it's a it sounds good. It does and sound simplicity, good. Simplicity, and, and you're running through a mixer. You only have a couple inputs. So. Yeah, so I run it through uh, the Fishman. So I had a gig at Gary's Grill on Saturday, and I ran that through the Fishman and then the Fishman had like my mic and my guitar and then I could like add a reverb and, and the levels on the Fishman so I liked the, using the Fishman just because I can control the reverb because I like when my voice resounds <laughs> but um, it's great it's it's an awesome system um, and I and I had a little package come in the mail a couple days ago and um, I didn't open it because I figured it was for my parents and they were out of town. But they brought it up to me and they're like, this is your name on it. And it had all of my information, had like my Instagram and like it was a big sign and my Instagram and my Venmo, um, and my Facebook. I was like, who the heck got this for me? Um, and it was my cousin. She got it sent to me 
Um, so I had a nice, nice setup for Gary's grill. Like, nice, congratulations! Big sign. Yeah, so things are things are happening, um, and I'm very, very grateful, and I'm super, I'm super excited. So for the fall, I'm hoping to be gigging and recording and um, really diving in headfirst. Um, yeah, you got to jump on excited. that merch train too. You got to have oh that, my gosh, that yeah. passive if sort anybody, of passive income. If anybody knows anybody who can make me a logo, I have no idea how to brand myself so to the 12 to 13 listeners right now <laughs> you can make me a logo yeah, there's Hit me somebody up. Somebody out there. actually yeah who is Hit doing this because we we have a ton of artists that need your services so let's let's get daphne taken care of and then yes, and then let's connect you with like 15 other artists who desperately need some logos and websites and photos and all that other cool promo because that is such a key part of the business i don't know where to go I don't know where to go. We'll get you. We'll we'll connect you with somebody in the next week or two. There's we know a few people. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Sounds yeah. good. I need that. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate you coming in. We're we're coming up on doors for open mic tonight. Yeah. It's, almost, it's a little Hi. after seven o'clock, and and you'll be hosting tonight. Are you yes, ready? Yes, I will be. I I am. Good. Last time was. Last time was questionable, but this time I have it all. Have you it got all this. locked and loaded. You know half the people anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's fun. It'll be great. And we've added like we've added a few extra tables for tonight too, because last like three, four weeks in a row, it's been standing room only in the mm. place. So I we've added on, some more I was tables. I on the wall. I did not have a seat. So actually, someone gave me a chair. It was very nice. We got nice people around here. Yeah. Again. Yeah, Daphne, thank you so, so much for coming out, uh, for, for sharing me. your music with us, for sharing the stage, and uh, for kicking ass in general. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the podcast, me hosting. Yeah. I'm excited. Cheers. 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 <laughs> oh, it's plastic that time. Shazam. What? Daphne Ekman. So much fun to hang out with, so much fun to talk to. Uh, clearly passionate about what she's doing, and um, she's very humble about it, but we definitely recognize that she has a gift, as do so many other musicians who have seen her perform up here and who have already started to work with her. And it really means a lot to us that um, she's recognized what we're doing here, and she's incorporated everything she's doing into what we're doing. So it's, yeah. it, it honestly means a lot. It's humbling to hear what she, the, the praise she gave us meant a lot I mean yeah but we all we want to do is build up this thing and if everybody gets on the same page and all these musicians understand that if we all work together we can build something really big and change the the spotlight of music to to right here on the Chesapeake Bay and the local artists that are coming from it so you know come come be a part of what we're doing if you're a musician you know we've got a ton of folks up here but we hope to get you all up in the booth at some point and uh, even if that means we got to start doing more podcasts than we already are amazing cheers cheers what are you drinking doug um this one is actually this one there's a couple up here this is actually a tito's with a splash of um deep eddie's lime and wow. sprite that's sounding kind of complicated almost drank my microphone there <laughs> i am drinking uh still drinking that dew with the with a half squeeze of orange man that's it reminds me of that scene from um Willy Wonka, when they were interviewing Augustus Gloob, I think that's how you say his last name, yeah. and his father ate the screen off the microphone. Uh. <laughs> when they went, 
when Slugworth was there and he was flipping the microphone back and forth and he stuck the microphone in Augustus's father's face and he was eating sausages and sauerkraut, which on that deal we were talking about before, I hope we're going to have sauerkraut. Oh, there's going to be sausages and sauerkraut. I love sauerkraut, man. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, he put the microphone right in his face and he bit the whole screen right off it and swallowed it. So Augustus Gloom. And, and Snowpiercer is a sequel to... Mm, gonna have to watch that again tonight. A sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. All this seems like an excellent transition for do 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 Doug's movie quote. Quote quote. You'll have nothing and like it. If you know what cinematic masterpiece that quote is from, please chime in somewhere on any of our social medias or anywhere that this is posted that is not clearly a hacked site that is being uh, copied over in Korea or anything like that because we're apparently on some sites N- like no, that we're, too. No, we're, this thing has gone global. Global, Like, folks. people have been sending me several... You can't say viral se- anymore. It's not funny. All right, whatever. No, global's good. Global, okay. Yeah. So people send links. It's like, oh, this is where I'm listening to it from. And I'm like... I don't even know what that is. So, yeah. And I don't really need to know how it all works, but somehow... This Canadians thing, are involved. Yeah, Canadians are picking this thing up and retransmitting it. Yeah, I don't know what pirate, that's all about. Pirate FM gotta, stations. Pirate FM Canadian stations launching radio waves over the border. And then there's some kid with a cassette recorder that's holding it up to the speaker, and then he's recording it. And then he's re-uploading it to the internet. So. Yeah, so if you hear a bad version, if you're like, man, the audio on that one was crap, that is what's happening. Blame Canada. <laughs> All right. We've got... Uh, it's Canadians. We've Did you got... see Canadian Bacon? Did you see that movie? Yeah, of course I've seen Canadian Bacon. I always forget that you were actually... Alive to see movies in the 80s? Exactly. Yes, I was. And it was a pleasure... Uh, all right, gang, we have got so much work to do still tonight because Wingo is right around the corner. It's Wednesday, but we're going to try and get this thing published now to you ASAP. Uh, we love you, and we love spending time with you, so thanks for listening. And We're going to take this thing out with Daphne's. This is going to be a double. This is uh, Drunk in the Kitchen and Ampersand together. Ladies and gentlemen, a Daphne double.
Right. 